Good evening. It's Monday, June 13th. It's 8 o'clock. Coming to you 1,076 feet above the streets of Chicago. This is Transmit, show number 34. I am your host, Gummo. And here we go. Welcome, you have made it to show number 34. This is the show that we call Transmit. I am your host, Gummo. Today is Monday, June the 13th. And uh, we would like to welcome you to the show. First of all, uh, I arrived here at the Aeon Center uh, about uh, roughly an hour and a half ago. Uh, invited a few people over for the uh, show. Got to the lobby, there's about 25 people uh, downstairs wanting to come up. Uh, and I do apologize, I, I had no idea that uh, more than a few people would show up uh, here at the Aeon Center. Uh, we are here at the Aeon Center. We're a thousand feet above the streets of Chicago at 200 East Randolph Street. That's where we do the show. Uh... It, and we, we were actually going to bring the show to you uh, Saturday evening. Uh, then our schedules changed, and then we were, we were actually going to do the show uh, live via remote Sunday evening uh, in Miami Beach. Uh, and then, of course, uh, a whole spate of unfortunate events uh, unfolded Sunday morning, and uh, we'll get to that in a moment. This is uh, basically a show uh, for and about hackers, uh, technology, things that uh, make uh, hackers uh, raise an eyebrow, and, and you know things things that are uh, relatively cool, uh, you know, to uh, 
everyone you know we we try to uh bring uh some cool stuff to you uh through this little uh show uh the show's about an hour long uh this is my 34th time doing this and we are actually coming up on uh a one-year anniversary of doing this i was asked to come and do the show a little over a year and a half ago and i had actually zero experience uh sitting in front of a microphone doing a radio show slash podcast slash whatever uh but here i am and i'm trying to calm down uh (laughs) it's been uh it's been an interesting day and it's been an interesting past uh it's actually been the past few days have been quite interesting. Uh, I, I guess um, we'll we'll kick it off a little bit. Uh, again, we we've got we we've got over twenty. How many people are out there? Crash. We've got we've got close to thirty people downstairs that came to uh, hang out with us here in the uh, studio this evening. Uh, we do the we do the show uh, here in the Aeon building, thanks to the good folks. Uh, at Piedmont uh, Realty Trust, they uh, donate a little closet space for us uh, to uh, do the show. As 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 you may or may not know, this uh, this this show is actually done entirely on donations, Pe- not donations, but uh, people contributing uh, their their valuable time and expertise uh volunteer was the word i was searching for and again i it's it's been a it's been a weird few days so if uh if i'm a little off the cuff please uh i I do certainly apologize uh but uh that's the the show is put entirely together by people that donate their time uh their their talents uh including myself uh to get this uh little broadcast out to you each week uh last week of course we uh we we were preempted, uh, and we we decided to uh, enjoy the weather. It's uh, sort of a rare occurrence uh, here in the here in the uh, windy city uh, to have a you know warm uh, uh, few days to enjoy. You know, uh, normally uh, I, I sort of talk about the weather, and uh, okay, so I'll, I'll speak about the weather a little bit. Maybe I'll calm down in that regard, but uh, it's uh, it's been up and down, really. Uh, yesterday in Chicago, when I arrived back here, uh, it was 62 degrees, and when I uh, flew out of Miami, it was uh, 94 degrees. Uh, and again, you know, we we all have been just enjoying ourselves uh, in the summertime. Uh, Chicago does have some amazing summers and I'm certainly glad that it's here Uh, and again it's been a weird few days Uh, and if you have not been paying attention to the news and what's been going on in the world lately uh, well before I get to that what what we did last week uh, we we uh, all had planned and made plans uh, to travel down to um, a nightclub in Miami, Club Space, Club Space Miami. Uh, cool little club, you know. Uh, you know your standard flair DJs. Uh, you know, breakbeats, 
fun fun times i suppose uh and it was a great experience so we all uh gathered our thoughts jumped on a plane friday evening uh flew down to miami uh and uh spent some time down there i uh i don't know if i've ever mentioned it or not before but uh i do own a home in uh Miami and so uh, we all <laughs> about 11 of us actually uh, we we all arrived uh, in Miami Friday night uh, and uh, everybody had their laptops and tablets and mobile devices and everything so we all convened at uh, my home in Miami and uh, played some pool and uh, talked a little bit about technology and the show and who's who and who's not and all that fun stuff and uh encircling plans to uh get get some uh good food and go and enjoy uh club space saturday evening and uh that's exactly what we did uh we uh we had a great time uh club space in miami uh check them out on the uh on the web if you can it's a it's a cool little club it's been around for good goodness uh i don't know 10 10 years maybe longer uh wonderful wonderful little scene uh and it's it was you know for who we are and what we do it's a great place to go and unwind and relax and blow off a little steam uh and again uh you can find them uh on the web club space club space miami nevertheless if that's your thing cool if not uh you know whatever but that's uh we had a great time and uh you know we you know i i i do personally i do not drink alcohol uh or do anything uh for that matter besides drink <laughs> smart water and maybe i'll go over the edge once in a while and have a sprite uh and just enjoyed the music saturday evening and um let off a little steam and that it was great um so we uh we all made it back to uh my house around oh gosh uh around <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning and um i don't think anyone uh could really hold their heads up uh but uh it, nevertheless we had a great time and uh we you know we all uh not we all but uh most of us uh fell asleep uh but you know again you know i don't drink i don't do uh drugs or anything like that so i i you know i stayed up and so i went ahead on and uh <laughs> made uh, begin making uh some breakfast and um yeah i know i'm weird like that but uh you know so i'm uh making uh you know a veggie burrito <laughs> for breakfast uh sunday morning and uh, I go, so I go to uh, open the uh, patio door up. There's, you know, had to crawl over five or six people. Uh, and so I opened the patio door up and uh, turned on a few ceiling fans and uh, walked back to the kitchen uh, where I was uh, hotly engaged with a uh, 
process of making a uh, veggie burrito for breakfast and uh, I turned on the uh, television there in the kitchen uh, and uh, sadly uh, I discovered that uh, a few hours north in Orlando there had been a, uh, a, 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 a shooting incident uh, to where um, some people at uh, another club in Orlando uh, Orlando of course is in central Florida and uh, there was a, a pretty tragic situation uh, that had unfolded uh, during the night or early morning hours rather uh, and um so obviously it caught my attention and uh, the, the, the news just kept getting worse uh, as the morning uh, wore on uh, and it was certainly um, it was certainly just uh, shocking uh, and I'm sure it was uh, just as, as shocking to many uh, others uh, that had tuned in uh, to uh, discover the events that had, that un that had unfolded uh, early the early hours of Sunday morning. Uh, it, it, yet another um, tragically, yet another mass shooting incident that we have to all uh, come to grips with and deal with here in the United States uh, and again it's um, it's it's you, you know so sometimes I'm at a loss for words in, in situations like this and of course I'm not here to inject my opinion into into any sort of situation like that uh, all I can say uh, is that it, it it's extremely tragic um, and we, we were all going to do uh, the show uh, on Miami Beach uh, Sunday. Uh, but at, at, you know, as, as the morning wore on uh, and as everybody started to wake up around 11, uh, 12 o'clock, uh, you know, I, I had already made, before everyone even started to wake up, I, I had already... Uh, started to gather my things uh to prepare for an early flight back uh to chicago uh so uh later that morning later sunday morning uh that's exactly what i did i uh i felt uh that i, I no longer wanted to uh be in a festive mood uh and i certainly wasn't uh so i hopped a flight uh and uh flew back to Chicago uh, and uh, sort of got got a grip on uh, reality uh, even even as I was uh, in transit back on the way uh, to the city uh, and again it, it was it was a horribly tragic event um, my heart is 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 more than heavy uh, around the events 
it, it's it's more than sad to see something like that happen and from uh, from my heart to many others uh, I, I, I certainly uh, express my sincere condolences along with everyone uh, here in the uh, hacker community and again you can find out more uh, information uh, simply searching the uh, internet for the uh, event uh, and uh, you can of course see how you can get yourself involved with uh, assisting those that uh, were affected by uh, the tragedy uh, and so how do you come back from something like that it's it's tough uh, it's really tough but uh, again uh, life must move on and uh the uh the authorities are doing uh everything uh that they can and it's from my understanding that the authorities uh in, in orlando during the uh situation uh were more than uh brave and shown uh sincere and sheer professionalism and uh, of course, uh, I'm, I'm certainly giving a nod uh, to all uh, of, of those uh, law enforcement and uh, officials involved uh, in the incident. Uh, you certainly are brave, uh, putting your lives at risk to uh, ensure the safety of others. And so my hat's off to uh, all of those brave men and women who... who uh, certainly uh, put themselves first and the needs of others uh, to save lives and that's what it's all about that's that's what this country is all about that's what that's what uh, true law enforcement officials are all about uh, we're not we're not talking about uh, you know corrupt law enforcement uh, officials or anything like that we you, we're talking about uh, true honest sincere people who stand behind a badge or a identification card and they, they they put their ass on the line every day so you and i can enjoy uh our sense of freedom and for that i uh i sincerely thank you again uh life moves on folks and um you, you have to start somewhere. Uh, for those of the for those of you that did not or were not allowed up, uh, Larry, the security guy downstairs, uh, was a little agitated with me uh, when I showed up uh, this evening uh, with the uh, small crowd of uh, hackers in black T-shirts <laughs> wanting to come up to the studio, uh, guys. I, I sincerely apologize. I really had no idea uh, that anyone would show up, rather alone, uh, that many people. But uh, we are meeting at Columbus Tap. It's a little... It used to be called Aria Chicago. Uh, they renovated it, and uh, it's still a restaurant, but more of a, a bar kind of thing, themed thing. Um, and so we're going to meet down there. 
after the show in 45 minutes or so. So uh, let we, uh, we, we, we sent word down the pipe, <laughs> down the wire, wirelessly. Uh, we, we will all uh, meet up down there after the show and uh, we'll shake some hands and nod, do a few nods and uh, everybody can have a drink. Columbus Tap. You know, it used to be called Aria Chicago, and it was kind of a dead tech kind of restaurant, but I loved it. It had a sushi bar, and, you know, of course, it was. it's in the Fairmont Hotel. Uh, the Fairmont, of course, is uh, right next door to the, our building here. Uh, it's a wonderful little hotel, and... Um, just a great little vibe, great little atmosphere, uh, and that's actually uh, that's my little spot, you know. Uh, you know when it, when I meet uh, when I meet people, uh, or when I uh, even when I have uh, family and friends, whatever. It's, uh, yeah, I'm like, hey, let's meet at the uh, Fairmont. It's uh, it, it's easily accessible. You can get to it very easily, no matter if you are driving or. You're taking public transportation. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, it's a, it's a great little spot. And uh, check it out. If uh, you ever decide to come to Chicago and uh, you need a decent little spot to stay, uh, the Fairmont Hotel has always done me uh, well. So, uh, as I said, folks, life moves on, uh, and so are we, and so am I. Uh, I've said my piece about the uh, recent events, uh, and again, uh, do what you can to help. And again, uh, my sincere appreciation and gratitude to those men and women, to those brave men and women who put themselves in harm's way to put an end to the tragedy. Uh, so what's going on? What's going on in the world? Our, uh, what's going on in our world? Our world? What is our world? Our world is the digital divide. The, the, the world of bits and bytes. That's our world. That's who we are. That's what we do. Uh, Circle. What, what what was the name of that? What was the name of that conference last Friday? Circle City Con. Circle City Con. There was a conference in, uh, I believe, Indianapolis. Uh, what was it? Was it Circle Circle? Circle. No, no one knows. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know uh, the, the the name of it. What was it? It was. It was Circle Circle City Con. Ah. Uh, uh, it was a conference. Um, that recently uh, wrapped up 
I was in Indianapolis. Uh, for those of you that uh, don't know, I, I actually lived in Indian, uh, north of Indianapolis for about, uh, how long was it? A year and a half? Uh, anyhow, uh, it was it, it was uh, June 10th through the 12th. It was a, it was a small little conference, and uh, you know we were actually going to uh, attend. Crash and I, we were going to jump over there, uh, but uh, you know the uh, attraction of uh, sunny South Florida and nice music cut my fancy more than uh, hanging out with a bunch of wizards and warlocks and so that's what we did uh, but nevertheless uh, it I hear it's a great little conference I have been in the past I, I've, I, I believe I dropped in uh, for a little bit uh, in the past I believe it was last year actually uh, a wonderful little conference uh, great great people uh, there uh, that attend and speak uh, and if you get a chance next year, be sure to uh, try to make it there. Uh, and uh, I believe they always um, theme the conference. So it's a cute little conference, uh, and it is growing. Uh, and uh, cuteness and, and fun stuff aside, they do talk about some real serious stuff. And, there, and again, there are some really great people uh, that uh, attend and speak at that uh, conference. Um, Circle City Con. Uh, and, you know, Summertime always brings uh, a host of conferences for the hacker community. I wonder why there aren't too many conferences in the winter where there's snow and ice on the ground. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Uh, speaking of that, uh, <laughs> man, I'm moving along quickly tonight, but... Uh, I believe uh, June the 11th, if I'm not mistaken, was the 30th anniversary of the release of uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Listen, man, if you have not seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, just pause the podcast. Actually, stop playing this. Go search for Ferris Bueller's Day Off and watch that movie. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a movie about uh, uh, an adolescent kid who uh, who is about to graduate in Chicago in the mid eighties. And uh, he decides to take a day off of school. And uh, during his day off, uh, he encounters many hijinks, outsmarts a principal, uh, hacks into uh, the school's computer, <laughs> changes his grades, and uh, for all intents and purposes, it was a, uh, a really cool movie. Let's see, in 86, I was... I think I was 13. Yeah, I was 13 when the movie came out. Let's see, 86, 13. 13. Yeah, I was 13. 
and uh, it, it was it was a really cool movie then, and it still is. It's a cool movie now. Uh, but uh, it, the eleventh, which was what Saturday? Yeah, today's the thirteenth. Yeah, so the eleventh, which was Saturday, was the thirtieth anniversary of the show or the the release of the movie. Uh, and it, 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 I think it will always go down in, uh, lore as one of the coolest, uh, 80s movies out there. It certainly captured the 80s. And, you know, as a child, uh, growing up in Florida, you know, uh, I, I watched the movie, uh, gosh, uh, hundreds of times. And, uh, I pointed out, uh, to a friend of mine uh, years ago after I had arrived in Chicago uh, you know there, there are specific scenes in the movie where there, it shows the Chicago skyline and uh, I told him I said man you know I used to watch this movie as a, as a child and uh, I never I never thought uh, that I would ever be in the city of Chicago uh, where most of those uh, scenes were shot and that's exactly what I do each day uh, I am in most every section of the downtown scenes where the uh, movie was shot uh, so it's uh, it's kind of a cool cool little uh, self-discovery deja vu uh, and speaking of Chicago, a lot has been going on uh, from a digital standpoint as uh, federal authorities have been investigating a nearly $3 million uh, withdrawal from uh, the accounts of city employees. Uh, and basically, uh, it, it, there seems to be uh, quite a an investigation going on where uh, Nationwide Retirement Solutions, a private company that uh, takes care of uh, the city's compensation accounts, uh, seems to have been compromised. Uh, the company has alerted employees who were uh, victims of the breach. And uh, it seems that uh, the digital... Criminals used employees' personal information and uh, allowed them to take out loans from uh, retirement accounts. Uh, so um, that that was quite interesting to see. Uh, you know, again, uh, it, it, it 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 never ends, does it? And uh, e even. Uh, even 30 years later, there's interesting things going on in the uh, city of Chicago. Uh, a lot's been going on, uh, however. You know, there's there, um, there are many, many things to get caught up on, and I am certainly going to try to get caught up on uh, most of the news items. I do have some cool software uh, to and um, things to share. Uh, and so we're going to try to get that uh, out of the way. We, <laughs> my goodness, we're running out of time. Uh, in other news, North Korean hackers 
seem to have uh, stolen designs for uh, U.S. military jet fighters. It seems that over 50,000 documents related to the defense industry were stolen. Uh, and th now these are old, old hacks. Uh, and it seems that um, it's just now coming to light for one reason or another. But one of the companies, Korean Air, said it was told by police its systems had been breached. Among the documents stolen were wing designs for an F-15 fighter jet and photos of parts of unmanned spy planes. Uh, the spokesman for the company said uh, that Korean Air makes aircraft parts for South Korea's military, which uh, nevertheless flies F-15 jets. Uh, the leak, uh, of course, wasn't of sensitive information such as uh, internal engine designs or electronic systems, but uh, the breach will likely have an uh, impact on national security, supposedly. Uh, and again, uh, officials are uh, saying that the attack uh, originated from uh, IP addresses based in uh, Pyongyang, uh, and uh, it, it, again... Whether or not this is true or not, uh, it seems that uh, Pyongyang and their digital cyber warriors are up to no good, uh, are up to their old hijinks again. <laughs> uh, you know, I really try to stay out of all of this. Uh, we're, we're not going to talk about that uh, crash. I, I, I just don't want to uh, get in the middle of that at all. Um this is kind of borderline, but uh, in other news, uh, electronic road signs in Texas and Arkansas uh, were uh, recently targeted on the interstates uh, where you know, normally these are road signs that uh, alert drivers to the change in traffic patterns or to... Um, be aware of uh, impending construction or some sort of uh, hazardous uh, entity that lays ahead. Uh, but <laughs> and you know, nevertheless, uh, someone probably using uh, the Shodan search engine uh, found these signs online and uh, changed the messages on the roadside signs. Alerting drivers that uh, Donald Trump is a shape-shifting lizard and uh, other signs uh, were just as comical, such as Hillary for prison and uh, some not so comical as Free Barrett Brown. Uh, a group of hackers called New World Hackers who previ previously targeted uh, other websites claimed responsibility. Uh, and the hackers also went on to say that as, uh, as we stated earlier, uh, in the past, Trump is, uh, quote, a little bitch and a member, uh, of, uh, well, that was that, uh, 
And so a member of the group, uh, speaking on behalf of uh, the hacker group, uh, was um, quoted as saying, but the, the New World hackers who pledge support uh, to the uh, hacktivist collective anonymous uh, claimed uh, the uh, controller electronic message boards were uh, easy to target and easy to take over. Uh, other signs uh, altered along the I-30 corridor included <laughs> the message uh, "Gorilla deserved it" in reference to the gorilla that uh, was recently killed in the Cincinnati Zoo. Cincinnati Zoo after a child fell into the uh, exhibit. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the, these are just, these, these are signs that are connected to the internet that are accessible with a uh, simple search on Shodan. Uh, again, uh, <laughs> you know, um, Sometimes, sometimes pranks like these uh, are looked at too seriously, uh, the, the, and that's all these were were pranks. Uh, some humorous, some not humorous, depending on uh, your particular outlook on them. <laughs> I'm not laughing, am I? <laughs> uh, there's more. There's more interesting data. Leaks <laughs> coming up. Uh, the hacker who goes by the name NSA claims to have pilfered the data of uh, 290,000 Louisiana citizens. Seems to be interesting. Uh, it seems to be that the information for those uh, particular amount of citizens are now for sale. So if you uh, live in Louisiana, you may have something to be concerned with. Hmm. Uh, Intel is, uh, you remember Intel? Anybody remember who Intel was? I mean, I think everybody now makes a chip that runs something. Uh, so Intel is continuing to look at reinventing themselves. Uh, and uh, I, it's quite uncertain what Intel is really up to these days. I know they still make chips for computers, processors. Does anybody remember the old Intel Inside commercials from the 90s? I remember, uh, I remember, oh gosh, what is it? I remember sitting down uh, with my uh, mentor, uh, Linda, uh, back in the... Uh, mid to late 90s and um she had she had a pentium 2 computer uh cost her uh i believe she uh put close to five five grand into it and it was a pentium 2 
running at uh, an amazing speed of uh, 400 megahertz, 450 megahertz, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and uh, I remember sitting down with her one one evening, uh, and uh, we were we were. I said something, and I'm like, well, you know. Wow, it's a you know I couldn't wait to check it check out the uh, her Pentium two computer, and uh, she looks over at me and she's like, "Well, this isn't nothing. The Pentium three will be out next year." And you know, uh, what am I like twenty six, twenty seven? And I'm like, "Oh no, really? The, the Pentium three is coming out." Uh, but uh, Intel is in the news. And they're looking at introducing security features uh, at the chip level in order to prevent hackers from using uh, return-oriented programming to take advantage of memory vulnerabilities. That will be an interesting. Uh, that that is an actually an interesting perspective or narrative, uh, as the chip firm has uh, always worked with Microsoft on control flow enforcement technology. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see how that, uh, that all plays out, whether or not Intel, uh, has any success in that area. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, I don't know if Intel is trying to reinvent themselves or what, but, uh, you know, now you can get the same sort of chip and processor and power, computing power from, uh, you know, some facility in China. But, uh, you know, Intel uh, was one of the pioneers. It's good to see them still around. Two-factor authentication, of course, is uh, something uh, that hopefully all of you are that are listening to the, the show has uh, begun to institute or consider using. Two-factor authentication is a system that basically adds an additional layer of security to things that you log into normally on a day-to-day -day basis, such as your email, your bank account, your retirement savings, stuff like that. Uh, and basically, it uh, adds an additional la layer of protection, you know, an extra mechanism uh, that essentially enhances the security of your account. And so, um, there have, uh, there's actually been some outrageous claims in the past about who actually theoretically, uh, invented two-factor authentication. I don't think anyone actually invented it. I believe it was always in the mind's eye. It was just someone who put it, put it to a uh, good use. But, uh, Kim.com was one of those, uh, fancy people and, uh, uh, with that said, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Kim. He's one of uh, our followers. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, there seems to be some tricks and trickery going on with uh, two-factor authentication. Uh, and uh, most recently, there have been uh, quite a number of high-profile uh data takeovers uh with people that had have had 
rather, uh, two-factor authentication enabled on their accounts. Uh, and again, you know, it, 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 it's a great little uh, system, uh, but uh, there are workarounds for two-factor authentication, especially if someone has access to uh, specific uh, material data about who you are and your phone number. And again, you know, there's there's really it really takes no effort to uncover these type of things. You know, uh, you know, SS7 vulnerabilities, MZ catchers. Uh, we spoke about that in the past, so it's it's quite easy to uh, uncover your phone phone number, uh, perhaps spoof it, and then um, maybe perhaps social engineer the uh, CSR at uh, your local. Uh, phone company and so those types of attacks are uh, actually actively underway um, and so you may want to uh, I, I, you know project a little diligence in that area uh, basically uh, you know the attack Basically, the, the, the attack goes like this, you know, where uh, the attacker will send uh, the target a text message uh, pretending to be the company that uh, the target has an account with. Uh, and then the message will go on to say something like uh, they have detected suspicious activity in their account. And uh, they're so... They are sending you a code, uh, and then you have to text them back, uh, and then uh, basically, what when you text them back, uh, you are actually texting them um, authorization uh, to um, actually use your phone number or your uh, SMS identification credentials to be cloned copied or transferred to a new sim or mobile device and at that point uh, they uh, it, it becomes trivial to uh, take over your uh, account uh, you know I'm not going to get too technical in it because I have some more uh, extremely technical things to discuss but uh, there there are ways to uh, harden the layers of your two-factor authenticated systems be sure to do a little diligence out there and check that out and make sure that you don't uh, become a victim to that. Uh, again, you know, it's another day, another breach. And someone out there is claiming that they have 32 million Twitter accounts. Twitter, Twitter actually is denying the fact that they were uh, compromised. Uh, and it, and the information seems to be uh, you know hit or miss on who actually can verify that uh, the accounts uh, that uh, are supposedly out there that are related to Twitter are actually indeed real or for sale. Uh, and it's it's no surprise that it actually exists. Uh, I'm just. Uh, you know, again, it's another day, another breach. Uh, and again, if, if you can, try to use two-factor two authentication on your accounts. Uh, and also try to use a password manager. Uh, F-Secure 
has a wonderful password manager. Uh, and if you do use a password manager, uh, make sure that it does not have the capability to access the internet and update itself. And if it does, don't allow it or try to use one that uh, has no internet connectivity to, at, at, at all. Uh, you know, it, it makes no sense to have a password manager connected to the internet. I mean, while it is convenient to, to manage your passwords over multiple devices and all of that stuff, uh, you're just kind of, you, you know where I'm going, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? So try to find a password manager out there that uh, is robust and solid and that does not uh, connect to the internet for updates. Uh, again, uh, the the it um, re reports reports are, are are sketchy, but again, there's there's more uh, reports that. Uh, there's now uh, over 50, 50 million accounts or data from 50 million accounts from an old video service. They're floating around out there. Uh, it, from my understanding, I believe that the company was called iMesh. I've never even heard of them, but uh, apparently... Uh, all of those accounts and the information associated with those accounts are floating out there. And again, reports say that uh, over 50 million of these uh, accounts are out there. They're for sale, of course, on the uh, on the underweb. And so, where I'm going with this is, uh, it. it if you're you are one of those people that are uh, that you like to use the same password on many uh, multiple websites, uh, that that's bad practice, and you should um, be certain to change your passcodes uh, at least once a month. Make them complicated. Use a password manager and say a good prayer. Uh, it seems that people are still using easy-to-guess passwords. Uh, the the hacker that leaked the passwords for the uh, Twitter breach says that over 120,000 accounts use the password one two three four five six. That's uh, that's kind of weird. But not surprising. Uh, you know, it, what are you thinking about? I believe uh, it, I believe also the reports came in uh, that uh, the uh, founder of uh, Facebook, what's his, Mark Zuckerberg, his password was real secure. He used the password da da. Da da da, and no, I'm not kidding. D a d a d a. Uh, and according to recent reports, his Twitter account was uh, recently compromised with, uh, I believe, those uh, credentials. <laughs> what? 
All right, let's talk about something cool. Let's talk about mapping your land from a web browser. How's that sound? Is that cool? Sound cool? Uh, you can do that. Go check out a gentleman named Brendan Coles. Uh, and uh, you can go to uh, blog.beefproject.com. Check that out. Uh, basically, uh, what this cat's done is uh, he's allowed you to browse a network in a web browser. Really cool stuff. Uh, core scans, uh, flash cross, origin scans, the whole nine. Uh, you can just discover web servers, uh, services and servers, uh, discover routers, fingerprint, HTTP, all of that fun stuff. Again, it's really cool stuff, uh, and um, it's just really cool. Uh, it's you can reach that uh, little uh, bit of information at blog.beefproject. You know, like beef, like you know, cow, moo moo. Blog.beefproject.com, and you can kind of go from there. Uh, the author's name is Brendan Coles. And that should give you enough information to get it off the ground. I'm trying to hurry up here because we're almost out of time. And we have like nine more things left to go here. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of run run through this information. Uh, so, what, so what do we want to do? Do we want to... Um, do we want to bypass AMZ using PowerShell 5 with DLL hijacking? Well, you can do that too. Uh, and it's pretty uh, pretty cool. Uh, be sure to use a little bit of... Uh, use your noggin when you use something like this. Uh, head on over to cn33liz.blogspot.nl Question mark M equals 1 sure you'll dig that uh, Linux system monitoring you always want to know if there's files being changed with your Linux machine right uh, one of the keys to protect a Linux system is to know what's going on with uh, with it right you, you really do you hopefully you're not one of those people that install Linux and think that you're cool because you have Linux going uh, and again, you know, there's, um, there's many programs to, uh, work with and understand when it comes to, uh, Linux, but, uh, if you are admitting a Linux system, uh, you want to use something kind of cool, uh, check it out. It's called A-U-D-I-T-D, -D. uh, and it's really cool. That's all I'm going to say about that because we have to run through some more things. <laughs> Uh, this is kind of cool. Process armor. You want to prevent users from killing your services or processes? I bet you do. Well, we've got the gist for you there. Uh, let's see. How can we uh, get this URL out there? Go to sub T S U B T E forward slash process armor. A R M O R. CS. Uh, and uh, you will actually find a cool ass script 
that will get you to where you need to go. Check that out. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, man. I'm trying. We only have like, seriously, we have like six minutes left. How to, uh, do you want to, uh, let's see. I don't, I don't know what we want to use next. Yeah, see, that's our timer. We're running low. Um, my goodness. I know, and now I have dead air here. Uh, NetData is a highly optimized Linux daemon providing real-time performance monitoring for Linux systems uh, and applications, SN, SNMP devices over the web. Check that out. Go to kitploit.com, K-I-T-P-L-O-I-T.com. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. We're moving along. We are seriously running out of time. We need more time. Uh, here's some more cool stuff. Uh, it's um, you, you really need to be careful with this. So we're just going to give you this. It's at GitHub. W-S-A-Y-A-N forward slash Y-S-P. Uh, and basically, uh, it's, it's some cool stuff here. Uh Basically, this this is really cool. Um, it 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 actually is a, an Android app, and it's for tracking SMSs. Uh, and again, you want to use that for research purposes only. Really, don't don't be an idiot and use that for uh, nefarious purposes. Uh, how about reversing uh, C shell? You want with a shell code and process injection? Uh, you can check that out. It's also at GitHub. Changeo, C H A N G O 77747 forward slash reverse shell. And again, it's a simple C reverse shell with shell code and process injection. Uh, it was originally created by Paul Chin, uh, but uh, someone decided to add some shell code injection and process injection to be used as a stager. Uh, that's extremely interesting, so check that out. Uh, we've got three more things, but we are out of time. Well, I'll try to get this one out the door here. Uh, here's one more at GitHub. Uh, GitHub uh, VAY3T forward slash APK binder. What is it? It's automatic backdooring APK with uh, Metapreter. It's a proof of concept. Again, it's a proof of concept. Don't be an idiot and use it in a uh, nefarious way. Just check out the code. Very elegantly written. There are some holes in it uh, that re you know that have a lot of opportunities waiting for it. But uh, check that out. We have two more, but we are just completely out of time. I uh, wanted to thank everybody uh, for tuning into the show. We are getting uh, a little bit larger out there. Thank you. Thank you for the warm comments. Thank you for checking us out on Twitter. Thank you to uh, all of you, the listeners who, who uh, tune in to listen to what I have to rant about. Uh, next week, we will be back. We're going to talk about uh, some uh, cool, some of the latest cool hardware that's uh, been dropping out, uh, some of the wearable tech. 
the bendable displays. I want to get a little bit involved in that. Uh, and again, that that's some pretty cool stuff that I want to bring up uh, next week. Uh, again, thank you to the uh, almost 30 people now that are waiting downstairs at Columbus Tap. Uh, I'll be down there in about 15 minutes and uh, look forward to meeting a few of you. Uh, I wanted to thank App on Stone, Young Tez, Denise, Brother Sand, Jackie. Uh, love you guys. Uh, thank you for all of your support. Uh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Seriously, I wouldn't. So thank you for that. Uh, wanted to give a special shout out to Ice out there somewhere in Neverland. Uh, wanted to give a shout out to Crash on the board, man. Thank you so much. Uh, and again, uh, the final shout out is uh, to the brave men and women in law enforcement who uh, basically went, uh, put their lives on the line uh, this past weekend and saved many lives. Thank you sincerely for your uh, bravery and courage and dedication to uh, keeping us all safe and protected. Uh, that's all we have time for. Uh, please say hey to, uh, to your neighbor. Don't uh, just uh, look at them crazily. Say hey to them and uh, try to do something positive with your skills. I'm sure people will enjoy that. Uh, I am Gummo, your host. This is show 34. We are coming up on the one year anniversary. I'm getting excited. And I'm going to barbecue next weekend. <laughs> uh, again, thank you for uh, tuning in. We will be back next weekend. Um, and again, our hearts and prayers go out to everyone affected by the recent tragedy. It will get better, folks. Trust me, it will be. It'll get better. And until next weekend, this is Show 34. This is the show that we call Transmit. I am Gummo. You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. Also, you can uh, try and email me at uh, gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers.xxx. And we are on the web at hackers.xxx. We're on Roku, Amazon, iTunes. God knows. You, you name it, we're there. So just look, just search for hackers and you'll find us. Uh, we love you all. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you next week for show number uh, 35. Yeah, 35. See you then. 